Peace. Welcome to episode six of Hip Girls Podcast. And it's May 2nd, and we're going to bring you guys some good news. What's today's topic? Today's topic is purpose-driven life. Um, basically, this episode will be called What is the Bag? Ching, ching. Again, my name is Zoe. And I'm Aza, Aza, and Jerry. And we're going to we gonna dive right into this. It's top of the morning, top of the top. Yeah, it's <laughs> early. We're here early. Yeah. But we're going we gonna to talk about um, purpose and, like, what's your purpose and how do you find it and how can you execute it. Um, so I, I start by saying I figured out what my purpose was maybe, like, in high school. Um, I was just into fashion a lot. And I kind of always thought I can change how people feel by helping them, like, look better. True. So um, I felt like fashion was a big, like, inspiration for me. Um, I used to collect magazines. I used to just do a lot of things, a lot of research. Um, And so it just became my passion. And I felt like my purpose was to make people feel better, like motivate people to want to look better. Uh, like and now I feel like I, I make people want to maybe eat better a little more or work out. So it kind of expanded from just trying to help other people feel a certain way, like feel yeah. better. I mean, and I think you do a great job at that because you help me design some photo shoots. And it is true. Like, what you wear, like, how you feel, you know what I'm saying, is based on, like, what you wear. It's like right. your costume. Like, I got this nasty night shirt on. I feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's a nice T-shirt, too. I yeah. can tell you that. Yeah. That's one of my things. I want to start collecting more hip-hop merch, like, when I go out to speak mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but, like, my purpose, we, we talking about what is the bag. And I'm going to just share, like, an intimate story. My brother, my brother doing a bed right now, my baby brother. Um, and I talked to him, and I was so excited because I haven't talked to him in so long. I was, you know, he been in and out the box. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, he always got, like, this super excited idea. Like, sis, I got the bag. Like, when I get out, I got mm-hmm. you, I got you. So I was like, what's up? And then he was telling me he rapped. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I got this hit. I was like, all right, let me hear you. He spit it. I was like, that's nice. And then I was like, bro, let me tell you what the bag is. I was like, the bag is your purpose. Like, <laughs> that's that's it. Like, you got people be saying they chase the bag. But it's like, you don't have to chase the, the bag. It come to you. True. When you. It's already in you. Yeah. Like, it, it, will, it will come to you. It, it will come with you. It'll come to you. Um. Just by, just like, just doing what you love to do what you you're here for. So, I agree. Like, the shit is, it really is easy. Life can be simple, yeah. but you can make it complicated. True. And then that goes <laughs> with, like, like what I, what I wanted to talk about was, like, self-doubt. A lot of people doubt themselves and their gifts and their talents. And I truthfully believe it's because you're not putting the time in to hone your craft. Like, whole said, master your aesthetic. Like, I put self-doubt aside mm-hmm. when I start really, like, selling a lot of books and getting speaking gigs. I was like, people appreciate this. Mm-hmm. So, what am I so doubtful for? Mm-hmm. But it's also also a saying that you put those 10,000 hours in. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I put those I was in. I remember you. We used to be with Marche. You used to. <laughs> Shout out to Marche. Yeah. You used to come home. I was like, always got the nice sneakers on. Like, this was, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is something that was in you a long time ago. Like, it always was a thing for me. Um, self-doubt, I never really had it. Um, but I can recognize it. Yeah. Um, even if I never really had it, but I, I can recognize it because, like, people have self-doubt. I feel is because it's either it's a fear that they planted in themselves. Mm. Um, a lot of people don't like rejection. A lot of people don't like the word no. Um, a lot of people just are afraid to fall. Yeah. Like, afraid to fail, fall. And, like, when you want to do your purpose and you want to, like, be whatever you want to be, a, a business owner or whatever, yeah, you kind of have to wear your, your knee pads, your helmet, you, you know, because you're going to fall. You got to have You got to have those. Like, you got to prepare yourself for it. And there's a lot of people who just have self-doubt. And it's, it's a – it can be a poison, just like – we gotta talk about procrastination. Mm-hmm. It's a poison that's not tangible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that shit can ruin your mind a lot. And I think what's important is having a support system. Like sometimes if you don't have a support system, you have to make it. You have to build it, right? right. And um, I was watching a playoff game last night. You watched the playoff last night? Mm-mm, I didn't watch that. That was five. It was four overtimes. Four since in, yeah. a, in, in NBA history since 1953. Portland won, though. I thought that, oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about that is because, you know, when cats was like, legs was giving out and they was getting tired, they had to depend <laughs> on their teammates. They right. had to depend on coach, the plays. Right. And so, like, when I'm going to these schools, I'm like, yo, um, do you have a play? Do you have a coach? Like, do you have somebody you can rely on? Right. Because you're going to get tired. You're going to have that doubt. You're going to be like, man, I don't even know some days. All right. But, you know, you got to build that community. And I'm grateful for my support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? We kind of, you at least... I don't know. People may may be dramatic, but some people always say they really don't have like a support system. But like, how did you get here? You know what I'm saying? Like in life, you get somewhere because of a support, no matter if it's one person. So I I am grateful for my support system. I have a lot of like I have a lot of a lot of people that that are looking for for me like going forward and moving and like trying to prosper. So. I would say if you don't really have a support system, like at least be appreciative of like that one person that you know you can kind of talk to, right and you can build from that. Um, <clears throat> because it's, it's sometimes it is unfortunate for that some people really don't have it. Um, but try to like network, that's socialize. Um, that can be a thing for you because um, a lot of people lack social skills, people skills and social skills. I notice that a lot. Um, and it's a big thing. Um, it can help you. 
Yeah. And like you said, building a support system, you just got to learn how to put yourself out there and socialize. You never know. You might run into anybody in a bathroom or whatever um, just by a conversation. A conversation can stem from a lot. It can bring ideas um, and all type of shit. I remember um, it was a quote that Nipsey said um, where he was like, yo, circle. Like, if you not been inspired by the people in your circle, mm-hmm. you need to find another circle. True. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, if I only, if I don't have a support system, I'm real big on accountability and self-responsibility. Mm-hmm. Then it's something that I'm not doing mm-hmm. that right. I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not on the top. Like, maybe I'm not researching the, you know, the networks, the mm-hmm. conferences, where other people like I'm like I'm not being where they at, so I'm missing something out. Yeah. So I'm missing it. I'm missing it's the mark. Something underlying. Yeah. I, I that happened to me. Like I always, cause I always wanted to have an online business, mm-hmm. an online fashion business. I I brought this idea years ago, and I was inspired by these these big companies, and I was like. Why haven't nobody ever created like like a black enterprise in fashion? Like, why isn't there? Why do everybody have to go under these big companies? Mm-hmm. Understand that you need to learn from somewhere. So I can, right. I understand it. But why isn't there like a like a black Nemus or like like where we like a person? Yeah, like where a person can create like have like a business start from somewhere and then like pull like maybe local designers and build like a chain Mm -hmm. like a big store chain where it's just all black designers like and everything under a big company Mm -hmm. and i was like that's some that's really like that's really different it's dope like how come nobody never thought of this why do we always have to put our money in other people's pockets that really don't right. care about the community. Like that's why I was thinking and Nipsey Hustle, like you said, he he kinda he kinda like motivate and made me think about like pushing that that uh idea. Because it, it all it always been an idea for me. Um and so I just had to start somewhere. So that's why I did the online business because eventually I want to bring other designers in my business. Yeah. And go up from there so so what you're doing is creating your own lane you know and why when you creating your own lane you're gonna attract people who on that same who in your same lane you just gotta stay steady and um shit mm-hmm. i I'm, i can't wait to launch your store you know i'm gonna be wearing stuff <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh because it's something you've been wanting to do yeah and that's and, I, the, and, and that's the thing like People don't, like we said, trust the, like, that's another thing up there. Trust the process. Like, you got to show people your highs and your lows. Like, take them on that journey with you. Right. Because I procrastinated for a long time, and that was my big thing. Um, it's just, like, I didn't know where to start. Like, I, didn't, I honestly didn't know where to start. I would see, like, people do, do things, and I'd be like, like, where do I start? Like, is it, do I start with an idea mm-hmm. or do I start with, um, 
knowledge. So I was saying, maybe I'll just, because I love to learn, maybe I'll go to school and I'll just learn the background of a lot of things. Yeah. Let me educate myself on things that I don't know. So that's what I did. I went to school and I just learned the back ends of business and fashion to that's put important. both to use yeah. of my uh, purpose. So I was like, okay, so once I'm done with this, I have to start a business. Like I have to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. I would say, it was like what last year I wanted to last year I wanted to I wanted to go to Vegas but it didn't work and I was like I was reading this thing and it was saying something that you're gonna try to do it's not gonna happen for you. Is that like that astrology thing you be reading? Yeah. <laughs> and I have it's a it's an app, it's an astrology thing that I have, but now I have this thing called the pattern. Okay. Um it's an app too. So and I was like, What is this app talking about? And come to find out, I never went to Vegas. And I was like, maybe this app was saying, you're trying, but it's not your time, basically. That's real. And so, this year, I was like, I have to do it 2019. I cannot continue to procrastinate, push it back, and, you know, just, like, I'm just, I was like a type of person that I want shit done fast. So I was so upset about it. So I went to Vegas this year Mm -hmm. and I networked. I talked to a lot of people. I got a lot of information and I just learned. I took it all in what I could and I did all the steps to creating like the name, you know, do all that government stuff and all that. And so the paperwork. Yeah, the paperwork and now I'm at a point where I'm finishing up my uh, website. Mm-hmm. And so it opens, it starts, like it launched um, May 10th. So I was like, we're going to start on oh, May it's because just- it's Mother's Day weekend. So I'm a mother. Why not just do Mother's Day? Like it all just made sense for me. Perfect so, timing, man. Yeah. So, you know, you you let things get in your way. I kind of let certain things, life experience, get in my way. Um, sometimes I let my emotions get in my way um, because I'm sensitive about a lot because I'm very passionate. So, like, if the shit don't go right, like, that shit ruffles my feathers to the T. Like, I'm so But this like, is the thing, though, because... When it don't go right. That's sweat equity, though. And, and, and sweat equity <laughs> means that you learn a valuable lesson from that failure that you're not going to complete it again mm-hmm. and so that's equity into who you are your right. knowledge base in your brand you feel me right like yo like <laughs> the like the whole thing with it's a journey it really is a journey and it's brick by brick and you just True. you really just have to have the end game in mind mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I'm building a foundation for like generations ahead mm-hmm. of me. So I, I and sometimes you gotta take a break. I'm realizing <laughs> like I overdo yourself. Yes. Like I remember writing this book. I I don't even know how I wrote two books in like two years. Like I was just mm-hmm. going crazy. And then it's like I realized, like, I have to take a break. Like, this is consuming me. Mm -hmm. But I'm like you. Like, I'm mad passionate. 
and I get, get obsessive over things. Mm-hmm. And I knew, <laughs> right? But and I, but I had to have a perfect product. But this is why I talk about like my team, like my consultant came in, all my editors came in, and they was like, we got it from here. Mm-hmm. Like you wrote the book, you right. you, you did your part, right. and I was like, okay, now I can take a break. Mm-hmm. And now it's getting to the point I don't even really promote it mm-hmm. because it's like doing its own thing, thing. right? Like it's and that's the it's thing, own traction, right? Right, a good thing gonna sell itself. Mm-hmm. So like if you just perfect it and make it really good and work on your craft, mm-hmm. people start talking about it. True, and everybody talk. Like the word of mouth is always an easy marketing right tool so i i agree with that and we like we're gonna talk about the creative process okay um, because we like when you find out your purpose you just get this feeling so it's like you're gonna continue to think about it like it's a thought an idea um and it's something that you know that you're driven by so that creative process could be where like you think about it and you think about why you want it right like why do right. i want this and how i'm gonna do it like you work towards it after that then once you work towards it you kind of want to expect it like once you expect it you kind of complete your creative process that's because really good like, you, I like that. you the processes that you're doing you you are pushing it out into the world and you're thinking about it, you work towards it, and then you expect it. Mm-hmm. So once it comes, it's, it be, it brings a feeling. So once you continue to think about it, you just get a certain feeling. And you're always like, why do I always feel like this when I talk about this? Right, right, Because right. it's an emotional attachment that you have within yourself that you know that it brings a positive um, feeling. feeling. I love positive so, reinforcement. Yeah. And so... Um, I was reading the law of attraction and it was telling me like write three things down that you want mm-hmm. in life currently. The front side you write it down and then you say the reasons why you want it. You give all the reasons why you want it and you don't want to like pause and think about it. You kind of just want to continue just to write get it out. Wow. Yes. And then it says turn the paper over. And you write the things of why you think you should have it. Mm. So you write all it of why you think you should have it. And it says every day you will read it and you will continue to think about it. And then eventually you will work towards it and then you will expect it. So mm. that's like a whole process of a thought that you put into the universe. Mm-hmm. You get a feeling. You work towards it. You expect it. You jot down the ideas because the the three things that you want, it's written down. So it never can go away. Yeah. You're going to always see it. You're going to always read it. And you're going to always think why you, sh- why you want it and the reasons why you want it and why you deserve it. Because that's just how life is. Like you just, you, you in this world, you don't know how you felt before you was born. <laughs> you're not gonna feel. You're not gonna That's know your how you feel. Like. Yeah. Manifestation one on one. And you got your studio, your glasses on. Like you and you like in a whole teacher. Like, you in like uh philosophy course mode right hey. now. Uh, that shit's so real though because <laughs> I'm off specs. topic though. And but when I was reading it, it was telling me um 
of how you can um how you can turn something around. Like a bad Alchemy. thing. Yeah. yeah. A bad thing into something good. And I was just reading it and I was thinking like it's really a it's really hard to um think positive all the time. And mm-hmm. it was saying how you kinda wanna you can think of something bad. Yeah. But once you think of something bad, you have to drift off and think of good things. You have to rebuttal it. And in my, in the, and you read the first book, right? Yeah. The work book. Yeah. Yeah. You book. like that one better, Because <laughs> I like to write. Yeah. <laughs> people, that's crazy. People be saying they actually, because I like to be active. Yes. Yeah, sometimes you when I read, it. I, yeah, I like to read because it, it sticks with me. Like, I like notes. Like right. You. Right. It sticks. That's why they, a lot of people want you to write stuff down because when you write it, you remember so it's uh so it's this formula. I was listening to this um he was like this genius, this mm-hmm. uh uh Asian genius. His name is I think Jim or something. But he inspired me. He said the three H's. Um it go from head to heart to hand. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's like it's concealed, mm-hmm. you know. And and in my workbook, and that's why um you know, a lot of like social workers and teachers be using it. It's because um, I'm. I want you to see a glimpse of your future. Like you can talk about it, but when you write it down, mm-hmm. you you kind of putting it down like in stone. Like it's yeah. it's real. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like every day, like Blues Clues be having this handy dandy notebook. I you I used to love Blues Clues. Like, my little brother yeah, was obsessed I, with it. I, I, I liked it. It was catchy. <laughs> I liked it too. <laughs> But yo, like I gotta keep this. This is like a coping tool for me. It helped me slow down. Mm-hmm. So it's like I wake up and in my workbook I gotta write mantras. I gotta write affirmations. I gotta work. I gotta do a to do list. I might not do everything on that to do list, mm-hmm. but the next day I know where it's I pick up off it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny because even at work I do that. Like somebody can tell me something and I will write it down. So you so it can happen again, right? And I will look over and it's there, and I can remember it. That's how I remember a lot of things. Um, so, if I'm if I'm somewhere and I and I don't understand it, mm-hmm. I put it on my phone, yeah. and so I can remember to look it up. Uh, I don't like to not know something um, because I kind of want to be someone. That's as smart as the next person in the room. I've always yeah. been like that. Research, study. <laughs> Man, I kind of, um, I think I want to like kind of wrap it up with just like when you wake up, like just have your purpose in mind mm-hmm. and have um, a formula. It's all mathematics. That's what most Def said. Like yeah. it's all mathematics. It is. What's your formula? How you. How you put that idea in the universe and how can you like watch it grow? Like what was I put a quote up about I think it was you know how, you know how it's gonna grow. You gotta he water was talking it. about um, how you plant the seed. A lot of people don't plant the seed because they don't wanna eat from the tree. Yeah. And that shit just made so much sense to me. It, that was like that it just it, it was like, damn, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. And when I read that quote, I was like, yeah. 
It makes so much sense. It's an African proverb. You don't eat the fruit the same day you plant the seed. Like, everything has to maturate. Everything has cycles. Everything has seasons. And so, if we base our lives to nature laws and just be like, eat. I I remember moving back to St. Louis. I was like, man, everybody's so pressed. <laughs> like, so why is these? Why is people so pressed? Like you know, if you mm-hmm. if you got your if you got if you working on your master plan and you know what you're supposed to do, ease up a little bit. Things mm-hmm. will work out. You ain't got to be all uptight. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know why people are so pressed. <laughs> I don't. I, I really don't. Um, I don't get it. Maybe there is either they don't know where they're going. Right. Um. Or they just just could be afraid that they like they may not go somewhere. Right, right, right. So, um, I am excited because I've been extremely inspired lately. So I'm about to like um, reboot my library and read a whole bunch of new age books on like technology and advancement. And um, I ordered a book. I'm waiting on it. What book was it? I think it was the 48 Powers. Um, 48 Powers of Yeah, and it's something. It's another book. Okay. Um, I'm looking at this book in the window. It's called Buddha. I don't know why it caught my attention, but... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is this, is, that. is that the spiritual... Is this a I'm spirituality section? I don't know. But it, look, it caught my attention. I keep looking at it. But get it. I kind of... I'm into books. I'm also reading Michelle Obama book, and... Like, the way it start off, she gives you a perspective of how their life was. Mm-hmm. Like, when she was in office. And she talks about how she wanted so much freedom from it. Yeah. Um, but she had to cope with it and, like, make the best of it. Right. And so she learned a lot from it. But then she talks about how it was over. Like, mm. the lifestyle was the over. The lifestyle was over. And then she said, like, she talked about how for the first time she went home to her home and it was nobody there. Mm -hmm. It was just her and her dog. And she talked about how it felt. It felt so different and how she was so hesitant to even go in her cabinet or go in her backyard because it was always a secret service person. Like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do that. She gave you a glimpse into her life. Yes. I like it. And I liked it because she was like, I also had to cook for myself. So mm. she made her a grilled cheese sandwich and she had like some <laughs> veggies or something. Yeah. And it was just like how you have to get accustomed to certain things in your life. And then how one minute you have it and then the next minute it's over. And so you have to basically go back to how you were before then. And mm-hmm. how she had to learn how to be herself again. So yeah. it's a real good book. Um, I would recommend that book to become a Michelle Obama. I love it. Um, and she just talk about how she grew up and stuff like that, of course. But it's just how you got to, like, take what she say. And you kind of, kind of like, have to think of why she feel this way or what happens like yeah it's real good so, i got it's a, a recommendation um and i've been getting on my homegirls about this i was like yo you gotta like just like you gotta exercise daily do some type of physical thing you gotta read or do something pleasurable for your mm-hmm. mind yeah. daily 
definitely. No matter you, what, it, what type of book it is. Yeah. So I'm reading. Cool. What's her name? Rupi Kapoor. No, Rupi Kaur. Mm-hmm. And she's the author of Milk and Honey. And then it's a poetry. Oh, yeah, I see you put that book up. Man. Her, it looks like a. Uh, what's that author name? The cover looks familiar. Yeah. I feel like I've seen the cover like that before. And she's like a New York bestseller and all of that. But the poetry. Like she. Oh, it's like a. It's just a poetry book. Oh, okay. And for me, since I'm always reading, like, intense and studying, like, I had to, like, take a break and read something that's Different. pleasurable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I need something a little softer and more, you know, entertaining. And it, I like it because it's kind of erotica, and then it's kind of, um, it's very descriptive, and it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. Like, she talk about, like, love. She talk about uh, healing. She talk about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. She talk about like a lot of different things, but and I think that's why I always love. Is all her books like that? Yeah, it's simple, but it's so beautiful, and it's kind of like it's just like it whispers. Mm-hmm. And it, when it when you always like reading things that's like hard mm-hmm. tech, um, you know, <laughs> <Stirring> science. <up. laughs> you know, like, yeah, like let me put this that's down my, yeah. and pick this up. Mm-hmm. Now I can. Ki- I, I like, and then that's where people walk by my desk every day. I'm like, you reading two books at the same time? I'm like, yeah, I kind of have one. I can read about her life and why she feels certain ways, right? And take from that, and then one I can read about purpose in life. Like mm-hmm. we gotta do a think. book list. Ozzy's so, old book list. Yeah, so. And I ordered the forty because I never read the forty apart was a lot, so I'm gonna read that. There's, I'm waiting on it. Yeah, I got. I could have gave it to you. You got it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um. So yeah. So what is the bag? We are gonna wrap this up. Anything you want to close? Basically, just just do what you love. Um, you can work and still do what you love because that's what I do. I still work, and mm-hmm. I still do what I love. And it becomes a balance, but eventually I will cut off the work. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, eventually yeah, sure. I will get there. Um, but when I'm at work, I just stress about my business, you know. But mm-hmm. once I get it done and it start, I think I'll be at ease. So I'm, I'm saying, like, just because you're working, you still can do what you love on the side. You know, you have to start somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. You got to have faith in yourself, so. Yeah, and um, you know, like we said, like yo, you gotta be your biggest cheerleader, and you gotta get you a team. I remember my my mentor, MK, used to always be like, "Get you a team, get you a team," and I'm like, "Ain't got nobody." (laughs) Yeah, he's like, "You ain't going hard enough." (laughs) Yeah, and so like you know, um, but you you gotta champion, you gotta Mm -hmm. champion yourself by you know, um. And whether that's mantras, affirmations, or just getting up with that attitude, like the sky's the limit, mm-hmm. and then uh, people will, you know, gain traction to you. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said, though. Like, it's not a fairy tale. It's not, um, I, j- I just want to be an entrepreneur and just be creative all day. Like, no, you need those soft skills at your job mm-hmm. to make, to run your business. Like, like yeah, you everything <laughs> that you're going through is for a reason. It's called reason in disguise. Like, yes. <laughs> and don't think that that job is not important. Because I was like that. I'm like, man, I'm on the clock, but I'm I'm making my days count. I'm not counting the days. Exactly. So if I'm <laughs> on the clock, 
I'm either listening to a lecture, connecting with people, and then I'm doing my work. People skills. Yeah. Social skills. Something you something you can gain from work. Um, communication skills, whatever, computer right. skills. Like, you can just learn anything from a job. Um, so it's just best that you just put what, like you said, whatever you are doing now is mm-hmm. the reason. Yeah. You just have to incorporate that into it. The purpose you're in in your life, like, like why, like why, why am I doing it? Yeah. Like you in fashion, right? You work one. You was working at one of them fashion stores. Yeah, North Shore. Yeah, and that's that's important, right? I just took what I knew, like what I knew before, and now I know from there. Like I can I can create a store. Right. Like, I can use a computer from from what I learned from school. I can make a make a store off right. the computer, then incorporate that into a real store. Like I know how to build a store off a computer. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's good. From Nordstrom, I know how to build and what the ins and out is. And like, yeah. So you take whatever whatever you've been through, you can really yeah get it, get it going. And I used to go. I go to all those <laughs> trauma, all those mental health conferences and. Now look what I'm doing. You know, it's all good. Everything is about the mind. You just got to have a healthy mind at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. (laughs) So, um, you know, we're going to be talking about that furthermore. And I think a mental health awareness tip is (laughs) every day, you know, um, acknowledging how you feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Acknowledging how you feel. Like, today, I feel like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you feel like shit, you feel like shit. But... Being aware. But being you're aware sensitive. of that. I'm telling you, people want to be so rough out here in the world, but you have to be aware of your emotions and your, and your sensitivity. Right, right, You just right. have to be. Because, like, yeah. what you feel like? I always what ask, you feel I, like? like? When I'm talking to people, I just be like, what are you trying to say to me? <laughs> what do you want? Like yeah. you, I always ask it. Like what? Is, what is it? Like you have to be direct with me. It's and like no, you get no. on Facebook, Facebook be like, "What's on your mind?" <laughs> like, do you know what's on your mind? <laughs> no, and I think that goes back to our point. You know, uh, having your purpose, and that makes me happy every day, knowing that I get to ship a book off to somebody. Right. That somebody know my story, or uh, knowing that I'm preparing a lecture for some students. That makes me happy, extremely. The feeling, hell, like I, it's not even about the money. Like I'm, I'm impacting people's lives, man. Again, experience is better than than money. Yeah. So thank y'all for listening to episode six. We gonna ride out, check some books out, and continue our Saturday. Peace and love. Peace. Welcome to episode eight of the Hip Girls podcast. And we got some tips for you guys. What's this topic, Zoe? Uh, This is the hot girl summer tips. We'll just talk about some things that you can do or things that you may be interested in to do this summer. um, Just to have some fun, um, clear your mind and things like that. So this episode is just tips on how to have a good hot girl summer 
Again, my name is Zoe. And I'm Aza. And I want to get into this because it's like, that's like a hashtag. Hot girl, hot girl summer. True. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's talk about what's the tips to have a hot girl summer. Um, I think the tip, my tip, number one tip, and then I'm going to let you go with yours, is just to really uh, go outside and reconnect with nature. I mm-hmm. think that's like important if it stop raining, man. <laughs> It been raining, but I think it's really important because my sons they just wrapped up their track season, and um, I always feel you know rejuvenated when I be outside. Mm-hmm. Like one, the benefits of vitamin D, mm-hmm. the benefits of sunlight, right? Um, two, it's just an antidepressant. Like you just need to be outside. Like you tripping if you're not going outside daily and getting your dose of vitamin D. So. What you got to say? What you think about that? Um, reconnecting with nature. Yeah. That's my Arkansas side. I mean, side. The, the, the sun, like, the weather can, like, create a mood for you if you, like, you having a bad day. If the sun comes out, you know, it just feel you just feel better. So, it's like a connection there. So, reconnecting with the nature is something that you can do, um, maybe to get better moods and like we said earlier, just to clear your mind and um, it'll just be good for you. Um, the sun is always good. It affects a lot of things. So yeah, studies prove that the sun is a, is, is a good is a good element. So go ahead. We, um, my my tip would be do something that you've never done before. Do something. Um, only because. If you think about it, you always want to do something new. So if you do something um, that you've never done, you feel good about it, it's something that's maybe on your bucket list, um, it can be anything. So I would say I would suggest you do do anything What if it's just um, if you want to skydive or if you want to, uh, what's that? Pedal boat or kayak, whatever. So yeah, um, it's just something... It's just something fun. Like, you go to a, a different place, so... Um, all the high-risk behavior. <laughs> all the high-risk activities. Yeah. High now, risk adrenaline. Activity. Get that adrenaline pumping. Um, I like that. That's a challenge. And I, I'm going to accept it. Something you never done. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm going to accept it. I'm going to do... Well, I've been doing it. That's kind of like, you know, something that's embedded in me. Uh, my... Other one is to eat watermelon. Uh, I was at work, and I this lady, she kind of like Brazilian, Native American, and she just walked up to me, and she was just like, you look so rejuvenated. And I told her the secret. I said, I eat mad watermelon. <laughs> I'm like, like, Mark, my husband, he, be, he got the bill, the plug, three for 20. So he, so he get him like... Like, we got so much watermelon at home. It's ridiculous. It's like, all in our refrigerator. Like, we'd be like, damn. Like, you open the refrigerator. And so, like, we've been, we been on this regimen where we've just been eating watermelon for breakfast. Like, a lot of watermelon. And then I did the research. Uh, watermelon is, like, a damn near super fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's anti-cancerous, antioxidants, vitamin C. Um, it's water. 
melon. It's majority water, so it, you know, keep you hydrated. And that's really why our ancestors survived in that sun, you know, during slavery, because they ate watermelon. So, and it's from Africa originally. So it's for your body phenotype. So I want more people to eat watermelon. You can have the barbecue, but you cleansing it when you eat watermelons. Yeah, um, mine's is uh, save, make saving, keeping up your finances. So, um, it's just something that I'm working on myself personally. So we saving. That's a big um, one. It's very hard for me to do that, but I'm learning how to do that. Um, and just like keeping up with bills and you know your finances, and because you have to prepare for the next you know, month or two or six months from now. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just a good thing to do. Um, I know that's pretty, like, lame in the lamest terms. What do you mean it's lame? That shit is mad important. When people think about hot girl summer, though, they're thinking about ratchet shit. So. Ratchet shit. So, you want, okay. You can't, you're going to be sad. So, if you want to save you up your, if you want to save up your money, just let, just get your work boyfriend. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Get you a work boyfriend. That's good. That's a, a good sugar thing. daddy. Not even a sugar daddy. A work boyfriend is somebody hot and young just buying your food off. <laughs> or clocking you in when they want to, when you, uh, they need to. Hey, you just you just that's the secret. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you walk you walk in the desk, you you got a lunch. Ah oh, man. <laughs> uh you gotta save though. Uh, what's some tips, like some practical things? Well, like if you have a direct deposit, you can have a certain amount going, some, a percentage going somewhere to four hundred one k savings or whatever. Yeah. Um, cooking at home saves you a lot of money. Cooking your own food saves you a lot of calories. Shit, decrease the salt, a lot of shit. So cooking at home will save money as well. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to eat out, eat out all the time. Um. And go and if you want to ha- be ratchet, go to Happy Hour and get them True. drinks half off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can have fun, ratchet fun, but you got to be smart about it. Uh, I think my practical tips is what you saying, like a percentage going straight to the savings, and we don't touch that. Like right. it's not even there, you know. Um, and then sometimes you really just gotta like go to free places with your family, like True. taking them to parks and stuff, museums, free concerts, things like that, so you can save up. Uh, my number three is get rest and sleep. I know that's kind of like now that's lame because we talking about <laughs> hot girl summer, but you don't if you don't get your sleep and then the sun go down mad late. So it's like you want to get that, that, you know, summer night vibe. Mm-hmm. But you got to get resby or you're going to be cranky snapping on everybody. Like, I found myself doing that, and I was like, it's because I didn't get sleep and I had a headache. So what I've been doing is doing me a nighttime ritual where it's like I start stargazing with my sons. Like, some straight nerd shit. We, was, we, we reading and, like, studying astronomy. Mm-hmm. And so we go outside and look at the stars. And so that's just what I've been doing and drinking some tea so I can get good sleep. Because you can tell when somebody, don't, they, like, ain't really sleeping that good. Hell yeah. They got, they, you get that dark shit under your eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 
And it's like, man, she ain't getting enough sleep. Them bags, all of that. So. Yeah. Um, sleep is a big thing. Uh, my tip is also um, go on dates. Uh, if it's a friend date, a family date, or whatever, I think it's a good thing. Or whoever you're interested in. Um, going on a date, it's, it's always fun. Um, like I said earlier, it's, they can pay for it. That is just knock two, two of your tips off the list right there. But um, yeah. yeah, just going on dates. Um, if you want to eat somewhere, um, shit, um, look at art mm. or whatever, um, brunch, whatever. But a cute date is always a good thing. Like you don't want to get caught up in your work. You know, True. forever. So, go on a date or do something what? with whomever. With, but friend, a girlfriend date every month is dope. We used to do that. We used to pick somewhere yeah. to eat or do something once a month with all the girls. So, I kind of missed doing that. But this year, we we, we planning a wedding. Hi, so. girl, Summer. Take yeah. your girls on a date and talk shit and just have fun. Uh, I'm hijacking it. That's hard. What going on dates? I mean, I go on dates, but like I'm, I'm saying like with your friends, oh, making yeah, it become yeah. like a priority. It's like a, it's a once I like that. Thing. Yeah, I like that. that a lot. Um, or just go. I mean, or just be kick go it. House, like go yeah. over their house and put yeah. something on a grill. You know, uh, I love midday dates. Like I feel like lunch, brunch and lunch date trumps dinner dates. Yeah, for sure. That's like traditional. I like that. I like midday anything. It's a yeah. midday nap. I like that midday lunch. <laughs> I like <laughs> yeah. midday. Like it's my favorite time uh, of the day. Honestly, I want to start trying out new more new restaurants. Yeah, my we do that too. Like we try new restaurants, but my friend Nina, she's been on her list a lot. She's yeah. been knocking them out. I do them. Mm-hmm. I was try to do them every two months or something, but I kind of go to restaurants I never been to. Yeah, so, it's a yeah. it's a good vibe. Uh, so yeah, we gonna go on more dates this summer. Um, and even I, I mean your bae, your friend, or if you got like a work day, I know I be curving my work, my coworkers. I hope they don't feel no way, <laughs> but they be. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, let's go to happy hour. And I, I usually, nah, 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 I got to take my sons to track. But it was, I was being truthful. Mm-hmm. But now I see why they was like, let's go to happy hour. Like, need that's, break. you need a break. <laughs> um, my next one is enjoy some live music. Me and my husband, we've been going to see like jazz and blues. I kind of, I like that. Like live music. I like that a lot. Um, you be going out. I mean, I go to concerts, concert, but I'm saying like, like just, just chill shit. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Well, it's a vibe. It's a vibe, most definitely, because it's like, I mean, local music. It's first of all, it's not that costly, right? And then second of all, them cats be jamming. It's like they got a chip on. Like they got something to prove, mm-hmm. and so they be jamming, man. And um. I mean, studies have shown, like, live music is just, it's a party, man. It mm-hmm. feels so good. I'm actually about to go see Key Sweat and Johnny Gill. My friend is inviting me down there. You don't want to go? Uh, I'm like, I got to pick 
I gotta pick my boyfriend up at six. So y'all can go together, can't y'all? Making a date. He's been at work since six a.m. I don't think he gonna go anywhere. Got the same. Ma, ma, man, Johnny Gill got hours. pipes. 12 hours. Oh, yeah, chill. Yeah. <laughs> and you and little man get a blanket. It just rains probably like, though. Uh, what's your next one? Um, family time, of course. Segway. Um, a lot of people think um, once you get older, you kind of don't have to do family time or you become too busy for it. But it is a thing, big thing in my life. Um, so we do that a lot. We get together no matter where it's at, grandmother house, whoever house, cousins. Um, we kind of do that a lot. We do it virtually, like, honestly. If a cousin coming in town uh, from school, yeah. um, well, we kind of do it once in a while. I go to my mom's house a lot anyway, so. But family like a family family we always do that don't That's you feel good one thing but we always do is nothing like i i don't understand that shit that don't good. have a family like family time or anything like that but make your own family but it it, it does make you feel good uh, it's just good times it's memories i like that nostalgic moment that's just me i've always been that type of person so Family time is important. Now I say you can learn who you are when you are around family. I always learn who I am because they gonna tell you they gonna keep it real. <laughs> Man, bullshit and the real, they real. So like, I just kind of want to piggyback on family time. Like, how was your fourth? My fourth was chill. It was. I went to work. I picked up a shift, so I went to work. Yeah, but after the. I went. We went. Uh, we went to my cousin' house, uh-huh. and everybody was just there chilling, um, joking around, popping fireworks, eating, drinking. It was a good time. Oh, it was a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, I had chill. You know what I'm realizing? Like I get older. Like we we hosted people mm-hmm. at our home, and it was hella fun. We had like the torches. We had mad watermelon, mad fireworks. My cousin sell fireworks, so he gave us a deal. And that was like fire. Like we had so much fun. Yeah, we had that good and, time. Yeah, but I told my sons like we not celebrating the fourth. We just, <laughs> we just eating good food and like celebrating each other company. You know, cause I'm I, I don't work on holidays. So man, family time, get it in. Um, and then like you know what I'm saying. Make sure that like y'all staying in contact with each other. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to just see somebody and like, hey, nah, i hit you up in the next round. My next one is travel. Um, traveling is, like, super important. Like, you need mm-hmm. to go to different places so you can feel higher vibrations. And I think um, a lot of people think you got to have bread. Like, you got to have money to travel. But, I mean, you can't go broke. That's, that's <laughs> you know, that's... You can't go without no money. But if you budget it right, mm-hmm. then you can travel. Like, we've been traveling a lot with our sons and track. Mm-hmm. It's like, it really consumed a lot of my time. I had to stop vending and selling books because we was traveling, doing so much. Mm-hmm. But now I'm realizing that it's mommy time. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm about to plan some trips. Um... And I mean, you just feel good, bro. Like new, new people, new food, 
uh, new experiences, the weather right, all of that is fire. Like, you got to travel. Um, and then, how you a travel friend? <laughs> Do you travel by yourself? Do you think that's... Um, I used to travel by myself. Um, when I first started traveling, I would tra- travel by myself. I have. I'm trying to think what's the last time I traveled by myself, though. Uh, oh, it's probably been a minute. But... Yeah, I mean, I know some. You some know people what? I just traveled to DC by myself. What am I? Saying? I was gonna say that, but I was waiting on you. <laughs> I was like, did you just go? Yeah. I went to DC by myself. Um, well, my friend lived there, but I traveled to DC to get to my friend's house and for her birthday stuff. So, yeah, yeah but I travel by myself sometimes. I, but most of the time, I'm with someone. But I will travel by myself here and there it just depends on the reason but right other than i'm traveling with someone this trip actually wasn't supposed to be by myself my cousin was actually supposed to go Uh but sometimes you do have to travel by yourself because you can't really just stop everything because somebody doesn't go so it happens yeah one monkey don't stop the show um yeah i'm excited i'm going a few places and it's all family oriented Mm -hmm. except for my birthday i'm going hiking um, but I'm excited to get down to Texas, see what they finna talk about down Texas, there. Man. I bet y'all to get to Houston August, for a while. man. I'm finna be down there. A majority of my family in Houston. I never can go. I don't, I don't have a reason to go, so I, I don't go. My sister having a baby, so I'm finna be all in her face. In Houston? Yeah. I don't to go to Houston. I got a couple, couple of friends, cool people down there, but I've never been there. Houston, I like Houston. Every time we go down there, it's because it's so big. Mm, it's massive. Yeah, I've been in Dallas. Big. It's big, so I can imagine how Houston Yeah, is. I'm going to be in Dallas. August, I'm going to be in Texas. Hellas in August. Um, what's your next one? Uh, read. Read, I'm basically, I'm saying, if it's an old book that you've been trying to read or something that's new, um, just reading. Um articles whatever you want to read uh magazines whatever but i'm just saying um i've been heavy on reading lately mm-hmm. um, i'm getting back into this other book that i'm reading but um it's it's something it's cool reading you know you have to have time for it too though yeah you I have to make time you have to make time for that but so Reading cool though. It's I mean it's a tip to have a cool summer like once yeah. you have downtime. So yeah, true that. But I I really don't be knowing how many people read in the summer. Yeah, people don't read in the summer. It's I mean, like if you, you don't work like me yeah. and you sitting at the desk, you definitely gonna read. It ain't. So I've been listening to audio books. Uh, I'm not really fascinated with that. I've never really been into it. The only time I've ever been into audio was probably in school if we're all reading the same book out loud. Well, see, like, when we... That was, like, my my exercise, keeping myself tight. Like, mm-hmm. when my sons be practicing on track, I be on track. And so I had an audio book going on in my ears. And um, lately, i just been reading books that's, like, helped me to, like, prosper. Mm-hmm. Like, to help me actually, like, fulfill my purpose and make a lot of, you know... A lot of time because I'm realizing that money can be replaced but time can't 
up court. I think a lot of people don't know that though. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, so it's a lot not of about making money. It's about don't understand yourself. that. And that is my biggest issue with uh, some people that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, money motivates, but time becomes fear. Um, and I say that because uh, we're so motivated to, you know, get money, find money, whatever, yeah, to be established. But like time becomes a fear because once you're done getting all that money, you realize that you're getting older. Um, there are deadlines uh, to a lot of things in life, mm-hmm. and then time becomes your biggest fear. But I've always known time was like, for me, time has always been a, like a priority for me. Yeah, I'm realizing that like the older I get and like my children get, I got so many nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. and um, they all want to spend a night, you know, my house be the fun house, and it's just like I'm starting to really. Uh, savor those moments, man. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do this. I want to be the, the, the auntie, the mama, the friend where you know I got time. Like, the luxury of time. Mm-hmm. I remember Pusha T in an interview. He was like, they was like, man, what, what took you so long to drop an album? And he looked at his watch and he was like, I got the luxury of time. Like, I don't have to rush. I don't have to be all of that, you know, um, just humping and hump, you know, you know how people be pressed. I don't have to do all that because I have the luxury of time. I set right. myself up. So I've been, you know, I just, he, he gave me some books to read and um, that's kind of just what I'm on. So, yeah. yeah. And time also, like, you think about it, it's all about organizing and prioritizing. Mm-hmm. If you really um, don't know how to keep things in order, or know how to like prioritize what's the best thing or what's the you know most important thing to you right now. Right. Um. Then, shit, you'll be fine. Honestly, like if you if you set yourself up correctly, like you said, have the luxury of time. Like you don't understand that relieves a lot of stress. Like it relieves a lot, mm-hmm. and um. Your expectations will be set. Um, yeah, man. After, after that, you good, honestly. Yeah, so I'm, like, really realizing, like, all that, all this go together. Like, going to yeah. sleep so you can wake up earlier, you know, um, eating the right food so you can have more energy. <laughs> all of that. You know, I ain't going to lie. I, I ate whatever like, yesterday. I, I just couldn't resist it. I had to, I had to make a plate. And that's too much stress trying to figure out if you can eat some. You know that's <laughs> that's too much stress. No, I you know how I am. I'm a health like kind of. Sort I mean, I'm a health person, but when it comes to holidays, I really don't care like yeah. what I'm doing. I dig that. That's what I like about you. Um, like you, you I'm not. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like <laughs> no. <laughs> Man. Um, I'll get back into my health bag like after the fun. Like sometimes people just be too uptight about a lot of shit, and I'm just not that type of person. You will stress yourself out. That's why I'm trying to be something so perfect. But so my next one, I like that time thing. That can be a whole episode on itself. My next one is uh to glow. You got to like kind of exercise. Got to move around. Um. 
it ain't nothing like get rid of the that toxic relationship you got <laughs> really it's friends that'll create a glow like a different type of glow damn you hella right man like but the thing is let's keep it a book when people be trying to let go of these toxic relationships how do they let them go like not like how do they let them go but everything is a process yeah that's what i'm saying it by was... the summertime that that should be the end of your process <laughs> like <laughs> to create a hot girl did summer. you see casey is you it cassie no it's not casey it's cassie p diddy his ex-girlfriend oh yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. That? she how does she look like that type of glow but she it looks but you know what if you she prepared herself so like while we was all thinking what was going on, she was already preparing herself to leave the situation. She already had her mindset. Yeah. She already knew what she was going to do, who she was going to be in love with. Yeah. It's, it was all calculated, and I can tell. Um, so my question stories, for this is, from when, when people involved. leave toxic relationships, it is a process because they be, you be, they be down and out, you know, need, you know, naps and they back rubbed, and it's, it's a ugly process. Right. Let's keep it honest. When people leave, because I haven't seen girlfriends, you know, leave they got and then they going through it. Like they really uh, yeah. going through it. I think everyone has but do experience you, a broken but do you, heart. <laughs> right? But everybody not open to talk about it. But do you need somebody else to help you go? Or is that like a self work or anything? It's 50-50. Um, I don't think you ever get nowhere in life without someone. True. So, you really can't go through a glow without support. Without an individual, period. Um, you, can, you can do your own internal... You'll get to your own internal like process, the other half, after you have that first 50 with someone else. Like, yeah. um, because you're going to have to have someone to talk to um advice um someone to actually tell you how to get out of a relationship or a situation someone to actually point it out because mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't know if someone else didn't tell you most of the time you really only like catch something if someone tells you something yeah. like you you in a fucked up situation and you know this that shit happens when you have someone in your life so i think you do need someone at the beginning to get over something or through something not get over but through something um that is key getting through it getting through it not like you need it. someone but you'll get through that shit and once you done with your friends talking your family talk or whatever co-worker therapist the self is the end part like it's yeah. all you internally it's reflection it's Advice is uh, determination, is self love. All that shit is last. You ain't gonna think about self love first, like from before you get the advice. Like, nah, you like this motherfucker and <laughs> broke my heart. I'm honest, <laughs> right? <laughs> you owe me money. You know, all the time resources I put into you. Like but the self, the self part is at the end. I think like Carrie Hilson, she went through her breakup, and it was like her friends first who. Got her, got her, her through, through this it. shit. Yeah. 
and now it's just herself like you can tell everything is reflection of herself and where she's been how she got there why um all that that yeah. shit is last like sierra like yeah like you can tell when somebody in love or they got like or keep it on it they have a good sex life because it's just like they have you think sierra and russell has a good sex life (laughs) 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 um i don't know about that but no okay but in love of course i can see yeah i can i can see that is it because he he kind of like on a nerd the geeky side you don't think no i just feel like they're safe <laughs> I just feel like they say, but like uh, okay. the other shit. Yeah. Uh, so in love, okay. Of course. You can tell. I'm gonna take the sex life out. You can. Now Cassie you, is the sex life. You can see it. One hundred percent. Rihanna, Sierra, you can't see it. Well, Rihanna, Rihanna wins. Yeah, you can see it <laughs> for sure. You can see it. it's like she has a yeah, and that shit gives you. It's like a. In Chinese, they call it, uh, it's like the chi energy. It's just like that that feminine energy. It's just vibrant as hell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't get that from Seattle. You're right. <laughs> but I do get that from Cassie and Riri. Um, so, what's your next one? Uh, my last one is Face of Fear. Um... I just say that that goes along with um, doing something you've never done before. So facing the fear, um, that's just something dope to me. I feel like it's always been something um, you should do. Only because fear is in the mind and it yeah. can't control you. So get over whatever it is, whether it's starting something of your own um helping someone out anything but face a fear whatever it is um some people have those weird fears phobias um but face some type of fear um it's just it's good to go through it um i've always been the type of person that doesn't want to not be able to hold a conversation because i've never done it before i've always been like that Mm -hmm. so if it's a fear that I have to get through, face the fur. Yeah, face the fur. That's hella funny. Fear. Fear. Definitely. That's how you say it. Um, I agree 100%. Uh, but it's just certain things I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about nothing extreme. Like, what's some fear of yours that you would never do? Like, I I don't feel like I need to jump out of an airplane. But I'm fearful for that. Like, that's something. That Why is that a fear? I be thinking about my kids. Like, if something happened. Like, it, it, What's I, the worst thing that can happen to you on a jumping out of a plane? Like, some, some karma shit. Something, something happened. And if your parachute doesn't fall, doesn't I just come think about out, my you kids. You just don't land where? I haven't put that much thought into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, like, when it comes to, like, stuff, like, well, are you afraid? Are you afraid of fear? Is it because you're afraid of karma, or are you afraid because you're afraid that you can't control nothing? Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. You got me. Like I cat got my tongue. Uh, control. Like control. I'm not. I'm not in control. So it's like 
Yeah, yeah. Why? That's exactly. Women desire control, so that's definitely a definitely. A what lot you of been doing? Fear. What you been reading? Um, like, um, <laughs> you I just remember. All the right questions. I just remember in, high, in middle school we talked about stuff like that yeah. about women, uh, what we desire. What's something um, you fear for? Fear. Leo, because I know Leos think they can tackle everything. Mm, I, My rise can't even think of anything. You can name something, and I'm probably gonna have a fear. Of Come it. on, it's something. Fear, it's something. I don't know. Big dog, I know you fear for something. You trying to tell me nothing? Fear. Mm. Have you? Uh, have you? Um. <laughs> um. This <laughs> no, real bitch, real bad. <laughs> But I fear maybe like a naked picture of me will come out. <laughs> <laughs> but a no, like, I'm not scared I don't of know. I don't know. I fear that. Oh, I fear uh, being dumped. You never been dumped. I have not ever been dumped. <laughs> really? I kind of fear that. So you never got? Have you ever got rejected? <laughs> I think I've been rejected one time, but that's not dumb. Being rejected is just something like offhand. But like if you spend time with someone and you confirm the relationship and you get dumped. dumped. I've been dumped like in middle school and shit. But I mean, it's I've kind of been semi-dumped, but I knew I was going to get back with them. Like it was like a couple days. <laughs> like then I'm, I'm talking about like being dumped. Like heartbroken. Like you never had your heart broke. I have had my heart broken, but y'all haven't been dumped. <laughs> that make that don't I make don't okay. I'm not sure about that. All like, right, so look, I've had my heart broken before, but he didn't dump me. He just broke, broke my your heart. heart. <laughs> so, dump, divorce, dump, that type of thing. Oh yeah, like I fear of getting divorced. And dumped in the same thing. Like, if it wasn't my car, I would be so fucking hurt. Yeah. That's some real shit. I would be hurt. That's if like if I shit. get divor- divorced by someone on their call. Oh, like my you, God. Like, you got served the paper. Like, you Sick. thought everything was peachy. And then Sick. you got Sick. served divorce, some Don't divorce. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. I think my biggest fear is probably uh, not being healthy. Like being diagnosed with something, something. or something I mean, that's a but that's like i think that's I a given any, that's a anything given anything that messes with my mobility i think that's a given I, who doesn't fear that that's well, kind of like automatic a lot of people don't fear because they sleep with whoever no, nah, people fear that shit. Man, please. <laughs> I don't think people fear of getting sick. I'm not saying what just I'm by saying sexual is... things. I'm talking about it can be cancer. It can be anything. I think a lot of people fear that. Well, a lot of people don't think about their health because they sleep with a lot of people. And that's something that I think. You don't think they still fear that in the back of their mind? Mm-hmm. You crazy if you don't Man, think that. You know, at St. Louis is like one of the top leading cities in STDs. People not scared. Yeah. They get they. That, that don't that don't mean nothing. That don't mean that I don't. don't you not fearful then because you anything goes. You just like it's in the back of their mind. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not them. Oh, I don't know. I'm not saying sex. I'm not saying sexually. It can be okay. Cancer. It can be true that anything. So eat more watermelon. But <laughs> the re, the where I was trying to go with this was 
all of that stuff we name we can't face right that's right. kind of like destiny that type of thing right i mean whatever but something that you can't face or fur like me that's why i'm going hiking mm-hmm. i'm like i don't like I'm, what are you scared of though when I go hiking? Like what would be what would be fearful about that? What makes you scared of? It'd be like snakes. It'd be all type of shit when you go hiking. So you afraid to hike or No, no, afraid? no. Like listen. <laughs> let me let me finish. So when that's like my therapy is like walking, hiking. But I be on weak trails. Like my trails be weak. Okay, so, so you I'm stepping you, it up. You okay, you scared of that. Okay. Yeah. Mm, but I'm still trying to figure out what type of fear I have besides being divorced on someone else's terms. How can you face a what's a fear um, that you can face? I'm a true Leo. Like I it's nothing that I can think of. I'm a my my you know like my, animals. What? That's what I don't I ain't trying to say. No, I'm just thinking of stuff <laughs> like what I, what I'm scared of, like what I fear. It's um, you know what? Maybe maybe this is what it is. I think I figured it out. What? We need to be exposed to more. I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm scared to, of... I'm scared to do drugs. Like, that's some shit I'm never going to You face. know what? I fear that. I, you, you're not going to catch me doing a, I all of that, that wild pills. I fear you that. Know what? I fear someone spiking my... I just fear a lot of... Sh- I fear that type of shit. That's, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, that should be pissing oh, me off. No. Like, you ever seen a geek? No. Like, no, like, no. like a young... I'm even getting addicted to cigarettes. No. I'm good. <laughs> man, that's, it, that's the most frightening thing, seeing a young geek. Like a young zombie. I, man, I, personally, I know. So, yeah, we was talking about um, doing drugs. And, yeah, so... That is a fear of mine. Now that I think about it, um, don't do drugs. I've seen that shit, um, so I don't like that that shit because I don't know how people do that. That's why I ain't never. After Rick Ross said that, slip a drink in her, uh, slip a mile in her drink. She ain't know it. Like that's the weakest shit to me. <laughs> like ladies, sisters, please do not leave your drinks. Around a nigga that look like Rick Ross, <laughs> uh, any creep. That's so oh, whack. Trying like, to pass into you too. All of that, y'all be careful for that. Before in Chicago, I was out in the club and this man li- literally slid me the pill in my hand. Me, I'm an asshole. So I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like I'm looking at him like. I said that motherfucker right on the counter. He got upset. I'm like, you shouldn't be passing around. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you putting? I'm like, don't slide me nothing if you don't want to get caught, man. <laughs> I'm going to get your ass caught. So, shit. See, that, that type of shit made me. It's like, real. It's real out there, people. I'll be having a, like, it's something in me that make, in my gut that make me so mad. Like, I straight want to, like, fuck somebody up. Like, don't do that. That's the wackiest, weakest shit ever. Um, lastly, uh, do what you love. Like, that's kind of what we're going to wrap it up. Hot girl, hot girl, summer, do what you love, whatever that is. Uh, I think I'm going to get a bike. I've been, I've been somewhere between getting a bike or some rollerblades. Because they say you're supposed to have three hobbies. 
Mm-hmm. One, to keep you creative. Mm-hmm. One, to make you money. Mm-hmm. And one, to keep you healthy. And so, uh, with track season, I track, uh, practice track with them. That was my healthy and tr- hiking. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's over with. I need a bike or some blades. I like that. Um, but yeah, let's. I would just say, yeah, do what do what you want to do. Um, be free spirit, whatever you want to be. Um, start saying no and be responsible. Responsible. Take accountability. It's a lot. So have a good hot girl summer. Um, be blessed. Be blessed, y'all. Thank you for listening to episode eight. And we out.